Welcome to Talking Walking, hosted by Andrew Stuck from Rethinking Cities and the Museum of Walking. Talking Walking brings you interviews with people from the world of walking, artists, activists, professionals, and those of us who have a passion for just taking a walk. I'm in the medieval heart of Vic in Catalonia. Its narrow streets are not very conducive to recording an interview as sounds reverberate off the stone facades. I set out originally to interview Thomas Keyes and Ivana Pina, who together have set up an artist's residency on the island of Sardinia. As you learn through the conversation, after the suggestion of Thomas, I interview Ivana alone. As we weave through the bustling streets in search of ambient calm, our much-interrupted conversation includes a discussion about artivism, in which Ivana mobilised the community around her Sardinian childhood home in a walking protest against government plans to dump radioactive waste there. You asked me um, just now, you said, why would I want to interview you? So perhaps we should start with that. Why would I want to interview? We met in La Lumière. Maybe it was five years ago already. Oh my God, it's too long. And I was doing a project about uh, uh, walking. And my project was about uh, uh, my way home. There was a project that I was uh, doing with another artist from Greece, Angelica. Angeliki. And uh, I presented my, my project in La Lumière. Maybe you remember it. You uh, don't. <laughs> you're not from Greece yourself. No, I'm from Sardinia. So when you made the work, was it you were walking home to a, a shared figurative home? You know, some like, uh, like an idea, a concept? Or were you walking actually to your home? No, it was a collaborative project. And uh, it was related to people to recording their way home. And then uh, we draw some kind of lines about this, uh, this uh, way home from the people. We just recorded it also. We used this, uh, this audio from the way home from these people. We just uh, ask other people in other cities to follow the direction of the people that are recording their way home. Why would you count that as walking hard? Why? Tell me, why is that walking art? I think that there was a kind of a creative part of it. And uh, there was also a collaboration with another artist that she was uh, involved uh, in, uh, in, uh, in doing some research about uh, going, about walking. It's actually uh, thanks to her that I uh, discovered also this discipline, let's say, or that I just realized that it was possible to make a kind of art by walking. And it was something for me totally, totally new because I could not really think about this before. It was five years ago. So what were you doing before you made that piece? I was doing other kind of projects related with uh, relational art, I can define some kind of project also relating to the space as well. For example, I did a kind of project where I was uh, uh, meeting people, okay? Uh, and then I used to talk with, with the people 
in this uh, this this uh, this cafeterias or this uh, these places for no reason, but just to have uh, a talk to slow down it was a one-to-one -one talk, and uh, after it, after the talk, and uh, uh, we shake the hand, and I take a picture of my hand with the other person shaking. So this was my meeting you project before. So these were projects which were artistic and creative, and what happened with the walking home, was that the inspiration for you to start making more work around walking? I use uh, uh, not only walking, I use also other medium when I have maybe to produce something or uh, it is a way to, to express maybe a concept, an idea, and uh, it can come uh, with different tools. Of course, also walking, it can be one of these tools. Or for example, in the one that we did uh, with Thomas, which is my, uh, my companion, and also the person with whom I run uh, EV node projects in Sardinia, we are to residence programs and so on. Working in this case, it was an artistic way to uh, conceptualize the project, and the aim was also to work. It was a very important tool, it was the main tool. It was just like uh, maybe when you paint, uh, you use colors and so on. But in this case, I was, we were just using walking to just express something. Now you've revealed why I wanted to interview you. Okay. <laughs> well, because I really wanted to talk about the work that you do in Sardinia and the creation of the center. Do you call it a centre where you run the residences and things? They are uh, some kind of um, art residency programs. We were used to do once per year, inviting artists from other part of the world, and uh, where they can just uh, they can discover the territory, they can discover uh, they can discover another culture, and then seeing there maybe something that for the habitants as well it's not possible to see because there are some aspects sometimes from places where that we know that um, are unveiled only if someone else can show you. I find this very, very interesting because sometimes uh, uh, people that live in a place that they already know, it seems that they know everything. But if someone comes and has a new look, new eyes, maybe they can unveil some other aspects that uh, are there, no one sees, but then suddenly they see it and they reveal something new. And this, uh, for me, is a kind of evolution, a kind of uh, discovery. And at the same time, I find very interesting to create kind of relationship as well between people. Because when two people get together, it's just like they have a kind of transformation. The moment that we meet, I'm not more Ivana, but I'm also a bit of Andrew. And uh, maybe you also are a bit of Ivana as well. Or also a bit of all the people that uh, you interview as well. So. It helps, maybe there are some, also some kind of changes in uh, the process we elaborate uh, the reality. And uh, I find this very, very interesting. And that's why this pushed me to organize something also in a small village where I grew up, where there is not lots of uh, interaction between uh, uh, an exchange, I mean, between uh, with people that come from outside, because it's an island, a small village as well. To tell us a little bit more about Sardinia and about where your home is. 
is uh, the island, the central of uh, the Mediterranean Sea. What, what, what sort of numbers of people live on Sardinia? What we are talking about uh, 1,500,000 people. It's about four times the size of Mallorca, isn't it? Much more, maybe. Is it more than that? Huge place for such a small amount of people, because if you think that Barcelona has the same population of Sardinia, but it's uh, in a very small place, so you can really understand the density of uh, population inside of the island. Considerable amount of the area is controlled by the military. Yeah, one third, it seems uh, that is controlled by its military area, so it's forbidden for the locals. They also do some kind of uh, uh, experimentation of, as a science, uh, how do you say in English? Uh, I don't know which is the right word. No, that's right, Military testing, exactly. Mm. Of course, most of the populations. There are some kind of movements that also are against this uh, invasion hmm, yeah. of the territory. The village that you were brought up in, that, that's in a fairly remote and rural area. It is a remote rural area. And it seems that uh, also there are some kind of politics that are helping in making these areas depopulating. Because where there was, for example, an hospital, now they are closing it. Where there were some kind of services, they are closing it. They don't really help to improve the condition of the people living there. But it seems that they are just trying to let the people escape in these places. And, of course, if people escape in these places, these territories are territories of no one anymore. No one can live in this territory. And so they can be more attractive for speculation or for any kind of uh, inversion or maybe also kind of uh, uh, possession from others that come from outside and they have an interest to be there. Your most recent work is very much um, a walking protest, isn't it? I can just uh, talk about this, about, about artivism. It can also be a kind of a protest. And uh, the fact to walk in the territory can be a kind of act to protest. So the walking there can be an act saying, we are here, we belong to this territory, and we have the right to choose what we want, really, of our territory. Have you noticed that our area of walking has got even smaller? Because I'm trying to avoid the air conditioner back there. We've got Thumper Clumper over there who's loading his van. <laughs> and then we've got the wind. Uh, so I think this is about to become one of my shortest walking interviews, don't you think? It's sort of crazy. We're now walking up and down 10, <laughs> 10 or 15 metres. As you wish. I was just asking about whether this was an artistic intervention with the support of the community or, or whether... So there was the support of the community during uh, some kind of performance that we did, as also the one of Fragile, which is uh, the, person, the performance that... So the Italian government has uh, taken away a document which uh, presented uh, 65, 67 areas which are suitable for a, a radioactive waste deposit in Italy. So this is radioactive waste? Radioactive waste deposit. And 22 villages in Sardinia are effective because they, there are areas there that are eligible. One of these areas was in the territory where I grew up, Nuri. So this pushed me, it made me some question, what can we do to say a big no 
and then uh, to make visible that we are not uh, okay with what they want to do for months. So we just plan to make the perimeter of the place that was suitable for the, the, the declare that it was suitable for the radioactive waste deposit. And it's a very huge, huge territory because if we also look on the map, it can be three or four times the size of the village. And it's a very big portion of the territory of Nuri itself. And it means that during this time, well, when the, if they put a relative waste deposit, people are forbidden to go there because it will change completely everything. This place is not walked by any other people anyway because this land belongs to some uh, shepherds and uh, they have their own, own activity and uh, it can be sometimes dangerous as well because there are the dogs. And uh, so uh, it seems to, it's kind of territory of, uh, it's not possible really to walk there, okay? So, but for us, it was important to stay there, to create a kind of presence, human presence of there. So what we do, it was to talk with the shepherd that were also against the construction of the relative waste deposit there, of course, because they will lose their, their, their life, mm -hmm. territory, and everything. There were some gates as well that they needed to be open because uh, to let also the people that we invited to participate, well, invited, we invited all the population. We just tried to make, uh, to give visibility of the event. Of course, we, this project, it was not uh, um, financed by anyone. It was uh, personal funded. Hmm? And uh, uh, we don't have this kind of huge media so without any kind of help from any institutions, although my work is very connected with the community and uh, very connected with, uh, with, uh, with the people there as well. But anyway, we needed to find a way so that the people that could join us in, uh, in this kind of performance could just, just uh, find a way that was suitable to work. So. Uh, the performance consisted in uh, putting in the perimeter of this area 22 shields with the message fragile on it. Okay, so now a shield, like a notice board, or it's shaped like a, 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 a shield for a swordsman? A shield. Uh, it's a normal shield, just like the one that uh, you can find in the street. A sign, a traffic a sign. sign. Yeah, it was not really with uh, this kind of uh, material, but we tried to do our best to, to look the same as Maybe. well. We have yeah. small resources, so it was done also with not uh, lots of inversion, because it was not possible, and also because there was an urgence to do it, because the 5th of January 2021, there was this kind of uh, news then also to create all the project, it takes also time. We were reflecting, so it also appeared then the idea, but it was also a moment where we could not really, it was necessary to act. This was the most important thing. So we have this, so we do this. We just invited uh, the association, they were against, against the nuclear uh, waste deposit. We invited also the uh, schools, the the, the, the kids, of course the parents, the kids, then there were also other associations inviting and also the, all the population, they knew about this. And you basically did a walking protest, a sort of mar uh, march across it was, the... It was a kind of march which has also a kind of spirit to be present there. 
and to make clear that this was a land fragile and that we had to protect it in a kind of way. So there was also some artists that uh, just uh, helped us, well, accompanying us with this kind of sound as well, kind of presence. There were the kids that were just uh, making noises with, us, uh, with the stuff. So for me, this kind of performance that uh, we did in Sardinia, it was a kind of artivism, in a, kind of, in a sense, no? because it implies also the presence and also some kind of uh, political and uh, uh, topics relating also with the ecology, sociology, and uh, everything that was there. So in a kind of sense, it was, and also it was the, the fact that the artist was just doing it, and the fact that the piece of art itself, or the performance itself, it was not organized, because it was just a necessity to do it. So if there is a problem then, and if you see the problem then, then you act. You are there. You cannot hide yourself and think, oh, I will do a project. Maybe I can just work on it and then I will do this. Because the problem a bit is gone, but it's necessary. It's something. It is necessary that we act at the moment. Sometimes it can be also hard, I mean, but it's just a reaction. It's just show up and say and just revendicate what maybe is not good at the moment. Okay, now you've also adopted a role of being this hub for walking arts across the sort of Mediterranean yes. network. Are you encouraging other artists in Sardinia to try walking art? At the moment, I must say that uh, I'm not so involved at the moment because there was, uh, there was the pandemic. This was maybe the first, I don't know, maybe there are also other artists working in Sardinia, but I'm not aware of this. And, and it's also the fact that no one contacted me if someone come and show interest, of course, we are always open to collaboration. And then, of course, because if more we are, more we can do. What are you hoping to have to, to get involved in in the next um, 18 to months to two years? Well, yeah. it depends. As I say, we um, so with my companion, Thomas, because sometimes we also work together. Are we mentioning him? Yes, we are. No, quite right too. So, tell the listener now that I actually was planning to interview the pair of you. Then Thomas said to me, oh, no, 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 I think, it, I think you should interview Ivan. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, because, well, we do something together. He's not more uh, a working artist, doesn't define him as a working artist. But some projects, of course, we did it together. So what, what, what's going to happen in the next couple of years for you? Well, for the moment, I haven't planned anything this year especially, okay, because um, I just wanted to take it uh, calm, okay, to see what's happening, what is happening, and uh, um, just to, to take it very, very relaxed and not really be pressed about projects and so on. Of course, if something thrilled me, I would jump on it, I know. What would be great is, would you like to recommend uh, a couple of places where if people visit Sardinia, they should... Uh... I will recommend the, 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 the places which are more ex not explored, especially the small villages, also to get an idea of the traditions, the culture and so on. And also to sit maybe in a bar in a small village of Sardinia, rural area, then nothing to order a cafe and to look around and to, to sit and to see. So 
just take it easy and maybe you could have a conversation or maybe not with someone or maybe you can just uh, pay more attention to what is going on and um, yeah get a kind of flavor of uh, what is there so this could be uh, one of the suggestions that uh, I will give. He's going out walking a leisure pursuit in Sardinia or is it something that people don't do? People don't do at all. In Sardinia people avoid to walk. They even passeggiare with a car <laughs> because for them uh, it reminds... Uh, associated with poverty? It, or it is association with poverty because uh, um, Sardinia it was a very poor, uh, poor country. The, the people that work in the field, so they go back and forward to their... Uh, yeah, to the I mean, field. So it was a very, very hard work. So when there came the boom, economic boom, so and there was also the car and so on, the, the car it is, it became the status symbol. Hmm? People don't stop to go to the to the countryside. So uh, in Uri, for example, you can you have a connection with the landscape because you see you open the window and then you have the landscape. But the fact is that no one is going there. No one worked there. And also for this, there was this kind of effort for our side to try to let the people participate to this kind of performance and also to the other activities that we also organize so that they can really walk again into the territory. You've been listening to Talking Walking, brought to you by Rethinking Cities and the Museum of Walking. In this episode, you've heard from Ivana Pina, if you have any views on this interview or any walking issues, we'd love to hear from you. Just follow the links on the Talking Walking website. We look forward to having you along for future episodes of Talking Walking. Written, recorded and produced by Andrew Stuck of Rethinking Cities Limited, our artwork is designed by Ian Martin of Artvark Graphics, and the music is composed by Simon Sanders of Easy Tronic.